Welcome to Inside the Mortgage Mind, a Zenix podcast where you'll hear stories from professionals throughout the industry, from new LOs to CEOs, about their journey to achieving success. We hope these stories inspire and energize you to take your business to the next level. All right, Greg, Casey Cunningham, how are you today? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you. You know, you have been blessed with having one of the national sales executives in Sunshine, and she has spoken so highly of you. And she's been like, oh, you're going to love Greg. Wait till you interview him. So this is going to be a little fun. Uh, uh, I thought I thought maybe you guys were getting down to the bottom of the barrel and needed something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that for a minute. I don't believe it for a minute. Okay, so I want to, gosh, I don't know you, so this is going to be a, a very uh, uh, fun for me because it's my first time meeting you. Absolutely. So let me just say what a pleasure it is to finally meet you, I guess, right? Same here. I've heard nothing but great um, uh, uh, reviews about your company, um, and our team has been going through your um, courses and and how in-depth they are and how helpful they are. So, it's yeah, it's a pleasure. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So um, let's pretend that you're recruiting me and I'm a loan officer out in the market and you've got to tell me about your company culture. Yeah. Um, so company, for me? Yeah. Company culture is huge for us. So uh, I always start out with um, our core values and um, I start all of our conversations out with our core values, even our vendors and our core values are uh, clients first, simply mm-hmm. easy, getting better every day, family and fun. And when I talk to people, I I start out with, does that resonate with you? Um, And if it doesn't, that's fine. That's great. Everyone has different values. We just like working with people that share those core values uh, because we find that um, it does build an extremely strong culture um, when when uh, people share those core values. Uh, and I just had a, a conversation with a friend of mine that is in uh, the tech industry, and he talks a lot about strategy. And um, I guess I'm not recruiting you. I'm telling a story, but... Um, but uh, basically, you know, he talks a lot about strategy and strategy. Uh, culture will eat strategy for lunch every day of the week. Um, and I, I like to work with people um, that share those core values, because if they're sharing those core values, then I don't have to worry about their decision making in the process and how they're representing Janiel Financial Group. Um, and what's really neat about that is um, we will have team members come and say, hey, I know this doesn't fit our loan criteria, which we're a broker, uh, but we did set loan criteria because we wanted to make sure that our uh, customers had the best experience uh, while working with us. And But they'll go, I know this is just outside of our loan criteria, but this is why I feel like this fits a core value. And is there a way that we can make an exception? And, um, and then if it does not violate any of our other core values, then uh, nine times out of 10, we'll go ahead and make that exception on what we're going to do. Um, but it really, it really, um, you end up working with people that you truly love to work with. Mm, you know, I always say, and I even say this to my, uh, we call our employees associates, but I even say this to them is, I know that Xenix is not first on your list. I hope it's God and then family, of course, friends, and we're down here, but we do the most life together quite often. So we might as well have a lot of fun doing it and really, really love one another. 
Absolutely. Um, there is a, so we've instituted a, a process of how we run our company called EOS, Entrepreneur Operating System. Mm-hmm. Um, the book uh, that lays out EOS, and I tell this to every entrepreneur, is uh, Traction, the book Traction by Gino Wickman. Um, life-changing. Say the, the last name again, Gino what? Gino Wickman. Okay. Uh, and it's a it, it has been absolutely life changing for um, our company. Uh, the reason I'm bringing that up is there's also something called living the EOS life, and it's basically um, doing what you love to do, being compensated appropriately, and doing it with the people that you love. Mm-hmm. And and um, I have a, a bit of a struggle. Um, my wife and I full-time RV with four children and a dog right now, right now. Yes. And so we, um, we stay on the West side of Michigan on Lake Michigan, but my office is in Ann Arbor and I have this internal conflict because I want to spend time with my family, but I also love my team. And so I try to balance out driving into Ann Arbor, staying for three, four days at a time, and then going back. And it, it, and I don't necessarily have to come into the office, but I genuinely love the people that I work with. And mm. so it's 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 a struggle, right? Um, but I think it's that culture of um, doing the doing what you love with the people that you love is just incredible. And it's been, um, it's been a blessing through and through. I am writing a few, I'm sorry, I'm taking a bunch of notes. Uh, I have a question. So traction, you mentioned the book, is that book a great book for salespeople, loan officers in our industry, or is this more of an entrepreneur who's starting a business? Yeah, I think it's more of an entrepreneur starting a business, or if you're growing a team, um, it would definitely help because it really lays out how to structure, um, uh, identify, discuss, and solve issues in real time, um, how to create a scorecard with key metrics, um, and in, it really helps you if you're driving a team, that communication of that team. Um, but what it also does is it, gets, it gives everyone um, an ability to buy into the company um, just from an emotional standpoint, because they feel like they're being heard because they are, and you work through issues in real time with them. So things don't tend to um, uh, fester issues um, and you don't have, um, you just don't have blow ups or fires. You know, we, I, I was driving into work one day and and I literally said, you know, God, please send someone to help me move this forward. And and ironically, I had lunch later that day, and my friend had mentioned um, our common friend Mike was doing um, implementing EOS as a coach. And and he later at the end of that conversation, he said, Oh, hey, by the way, you know, I promised you know that I'd help Mike out. And do you mind if you give him a call? You don't have to do anything. And I went. Yeah, I guess, because as a business owner, everyone's always trying to get in your pocket. Yeah. Everyone always has the magic bullet. Mm -hmm. But Mike came in and he was in reverses for 20 plus years. And I went, oh, my gosh, this is he's 
he knows all the pain that I've gone through. Um, so anyway, I know this isn't necessarily directed towards loan officers, but brokers out there that are, you know, struggling with um, growing a business and then trying to wrangle that animal in, um, in, you know, one hat 30 or one head, 37 hats, you know, um, that type of deal. So um, I, I feel strongly about that, but that's, that helped us define our core values Mm. we we didn't make them up we just identified them and then started to share that with everyone so i get this impression about you greg that is a really powerful impression that you are constantly looking at growing and learning absolutely our our um our bhag our 10-year big hairy audacious goal is to be nationwide in 10 years wow 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 kudos yeah. So I'm looking forward to being part of that ride with you because when I see leaders, um, there's so much that you've shared already. Um, you're sharing the wealth that you have learned. Yeah. And let's go back for a minute because I'm, I'm guessing you've made your share of mistakes as a leader. I mean, I certainly have, uh, but we're all growing. Why don't you sort of share some some life lessons that you experienced, if you don't mind, as a leader? You know, it's it's funny that you um, tend to grow into the position. I think that a lot of people in our industry are good sales people and they, they do great sales and then they find themselves like, well, taking that next step mm-hmm. and then they have to lead. And maybe it, leadership's not for everyone and that's okay. Um, sure. And so, you know, I, one of the things I learned early on was um, you know, you, you can't be a dictator, right? I mean, um, you can, but it's not going to work out very well. And, you know, things will get done. Um, but having um, having people to buy into the vision, and I think mm-hmm. that's the key, um, you know, and in, in helping them grow um, in mm-hmm. their uh, position um, and giving them the freedom to fail and know that it's okay. Um, so Josh, who is my right-hand man, um, I, I tell people that Charity, uh, who's my wife, and she has a processing company, she's my legs, and Josh, he's my arm, so I'm just a bald torso rolling around the office without him. Um, <laughs> but um, when I brought him on six years ago, I sat him down, and you know he was he was still fresh, and, and I said, you know, Josh, um, there's nothing that you're going to break that I can't fix. And if you mess up, you're going to mess up and that's fine. As long as we learn from that and, and it doesn't happen repeatedly. And it really gave him the ability to kind of dig in and make decisions and uh, he watched and listened and he's become a better loan officer than myself. Um, and he, he runs the sales team and he's the pipeline manager now um, where I stopped originating fourth quarter of last year. Um, but giving, giving him the room to breathe and in no giving that safety of it's okay. You're going to, you're going to mess up. Sure. Sure. The last time I tried to walk on water, I fell in. And <laughs> so really giving that, giving that freedom uh, to do so, I think is huge. And, and 
and letting them know that it's okay and let's move forward. And how do we learn from that? Yeah, I um I have a, a saying called fail forward. Uh, yeah. We're all going to fail at some point. We just have to learn from it and move on and not dwell on it. Absolutely. So don't yeah. make the same mistake twice, which on occasion we will, but not intentionally. And always say, my biggest thing, and I don't know if this is your mentality, but mine is always measure the heart. Somebody makes a mistake. They didn't intend to make a mistake. They certainly don't want to get in trouble. Um, and so they do have to have that ability to breathe and not be under such scrutiny that they were wrong, uh, but that they were encouraged to keep trying. So anyway, uh, you and I are, are equally yoked. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, when you, when you start to grow a plant, you give it, you know, nutrients and water, you don't just stand there and yell at it to grow. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a great analogy, by the way, great analogy for everybody to think about. And, and by the way, the number one way I think lenders are going to survive this year, obviously they got to retain the talent they have. Obviously lots of them are, there's the recruiting scrum going on, right? I'm going after yours. You're going after mine. We may pay a premium. Will sure. we net net the same? I don't know. But the thing that is the differentiator for any organization is people stay where they're growing. Absolutely. So it's when they get stagnant is when they start thinking, I'm bored, I'm not valued, I don't have any opportunity to move. Whether it's growth in position, I'm talking about growing professionally, your skill set, your knowledge base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. You know, recruiters can call any one of my guys and our team and and they will they'll all tell them the same thing. Actually, when I'm recruiting people, I tell them, if you have any questions, go look us up on the website. I'm not going to direct you to any one of them and pick any one of them and ask them what their experience is here. Yeah. And I think that's powerful to be able to do that. Um, and and it, it goes back to not only growing, but again, working with the people you love. And when I'm on the phone and I'm making phone calls to grow our company, our goal is to add 12 more loan officers this year. Um, and and we'll we'll do that. Um, and but you know, when I'm talking to people, if they go, hey, I'm really happy with where I'm at. And I go, oh, what do you love most about your company? If they say, I just love the people I work with, I'm shutting it down right away and getting off the phone to get to the next person. Because if you try to, you know, sever a wedge in there, you're just going to be wasting time and upsetting people. Because how often, you know, you leave the things that you love? You don't, you know. So it's the people that are, um, and we're very, very bullish on this year, um, just because we think there's a great opportunity to grow. And that's why you're, we're having that recruiting scrum, right? Right. Um, but, uh, but sharing with people our core values, and if that resonates with them, they end up coming in and, and going, you know what, I feel really good about this place, even though the business is a struggle, a lot of times, you know, um, they they know that we have their back and they and they can bounce ideas and and that sort of thing off each other. So, so we're in a a year that's shifting, a lot of change happening. How are you leading the change within your company today? You know, it's it's a really great question. Um, you know, what we're doing is um, we're filling out our accountability chart. Um, we're doing something a little bit different than kind of what other people are, I think are doing is we are, excuse me, we are um, 
basically delegating and elevating, um, you know, things that we're not necessarily great at and um, giving it to the people that are great at them. Um, So for instance, you know, I, I head up our marketing team and and Casey, I I have to tell you, I'm not a marketing person by any stretch of the imagination. I'm a loan officer with a vision and, and, and our CFO is in there and, um, And uh, uh, two other people that are in there, and and I looked at them. I go, is this is this the best use of our time? Um, maybe we're trying to figure out the how to do this. Maybe we should figure out the who, um, mm-hmm. and let them come in and guide us. Um, I don't know. I I've created a company that maybe I'm not the best at any one job at <laughs> at all, <laughs> and my team lets me know. <laughs> right, right. And I'm okay with that. Um, uh, but at the end of the day, we're bringing in, um, we just uh, made an offer yesterday to uh, a marketing director um, to, for them to come in and help us get our message out. Because one of the struggles we have is we have this wonderful culture and we do. How do we, how do we let people know, you know, um, without it feeling contrived and fake, um, and so, you know, we're, we're bringing uh, her in to do that. And then uh, we are looking at a, a sales director um, that is very experienced in, in a lot of roles to help our team grow and train. And maybe, you know, maybe I'm missing things, you know, because I built mine through referral marketing, um, which is a very great way to build a business. It's very arduous. Um, and the last... 36 months have completely shifted everything. Um, You know, referral marketing, belly to belly, face to face, that whole, that's how we built. And then we became order takers, you know, and not meaning to become order takers in uh, the spring of 2020. But every time you pick up your phone, someone's saying, hey, I need help and I want to give you money. (laughs) Right. So you end up servicing them, but now we, now those order takers are done and, you know, well, team, you have to get it back out there. Well, that whole dynamic has changed. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of areas that, you know, in Michigan, it's different than it is in Florida, Um, you know, and there's not as many people um, that are socializing like they used to or realtors in offices. Um, And so how do you, how do you change that? And then do you make your team become cold callers? Well, if they're not passionate about cold calling, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. And so how do you give them the tools mm. to move them forward? You get any one of my guy, my guys, and I use that overall, but if you get any one of my team members to, um, you know, start talking and they're very, they're wonderful guys. They're very, they're very educated. The whole team is. And um, so how do we do that? How do we, how do we move that? Well, forward? it's interesting because the market has shifted. You mentioned that uh, you're doing accountability. Can you give me a little more detail with what you mean with how you're doing that accountability right now and what it means to your team? Yeah. So, uh, you know, accountability is one of those things that, um, and this is, this is very much ingrained in the U.S. is um, it's something that culturally you have to, to build, Right. Um, and it's not, it, it's not always has to be from the top down, 
-hmm. It's accountability to each other. You know, if you are going to say that you're going to do this, then do it. And if you don't do it, why didn't you do it? And oftentimes you, um, if you have a culture of trust, Mm -hmm. then you can build healthy conflict. And if you have that healthy conflict, Mm -hmm. then you can create accountability because what happens at that point is, is if Casey, you and I have that trust, then account uh, that healthy conflict, Casey, um, you said that you wanted to make 42 calls uh, last week and you made three. What was, what's the deal? What's going on? You don't have a problem calling calling someone out on that. Like you calling me out, well, why didn't you do that? Well, if you don't ask the question, maybe there's an underlying issue that the calls, the lack of calls is just merely the symptom. And so, you know, you know, well, hey, um, Casey, I didn't make my calls because I was having the issue with my CRM and I was having a problem with this and blah, blah, blah. So maybe it's an IT problem. Right. Mm. But if if you're not and, and maybe I'm too embarrassed to, to talk about it or what have you or, you know, like uh, we, we beat ourselves up, we should know everything. No, we shouldn't. I should. Well, I, I got to tell you something you just said, and I hope everybody hears it that's listening in. It is pretty profound. And um, you can have conflict. You can question people. It's not offensive if there's a culture of trust. Yeah. Because if they if they know you care, and I love what you say, do what you love with the people you love, so they know you love them. Right. Right. So when you're like, hey, you're better than this, what's going on? They're not offended because they know you care about them. And I, and I think that that was a mistake I made early on in my career as a leader where uh, I was checking the box of leadership. You know, are you doing this? Are you doing that? And I wouldn't let people in. I wouldn't let them like get to know me. And so I certainly didn't want to get to know them at that level. Now it's like, everybody's got a story. I really want to hear that. And so um, I appreciate that, that just the culture of trust is important to have a healthy conflict. I'm going to take that back. Yeah, that's um, that that comes from uh, Patrick Lencioni in The Five Dysfunctions of a Team is the book. And it's a great book. If you're building a team, read that book. And it's they're all fables when and when um, the author writes it, he he writes it in a fable. And it's a wonderful way, especially if you listen to audio books like I do. It's a wonderful way to um, to really understand that. But it's true. And what we do um, on an annual on our annual, we have two days. Um, every year we go offsite and we work as a leadership team on our goals for the year. Um, but you know, one of the things we do is we share something that the other team members may not know from our childhood. And, yeah. and what it does is, you know, you think you know someone and then they, they come and they say, well, yeah, I had, I had um, struggled with this as a, as a kid, or, you know, I had this issue, but it, then it starts to show that, we're all people. We all have feelings. We all want to do better. Um, and we hope we all want to do better. And mm-hmm. you start to understand that, hey, I'm a person, you're a person. And then how do we get better? And then how do we get better as a team? And instead of like maybe having the CFO hat on and the, the marketing hat on, we have Team Genial Financial Group. And mm-hmm. now we can talk about okay, maybe a resource that, you know, this department would really like to have 
is not the top priority because we really need to work on this over here to advance the company. And in that, that um, getting to know each other like that, I think really helps. Mm-hmm. Well, um, let's, let's end with the question that I think I know the answer, but I'm hoping everybody is hearing something very unique about um, this interview is a lot of care and love for the people that you work with you. Um, I'm feeling that like if I could call any of your guys just randomly uh, or I did, I would get that sense of, Hey, this is a culture where everybody, they really, really care about you. It's not just a plaque on the wall. It's not just written vision, mission, core value statements. It's actually real. Um, Cause I, I think your fourth core value you shared was family and fun. So I'll oh, yeah, get to this crazy question because you said something at the beginning, and I know it sounds like you're a big reader too. By the way, are you read a lot? I um, I'm a horrible reader, but I listen well. So Audible, if it's on Audible, I'm listening. Okay, how are you doing that? Um, because this is my final question. Because <laughs> family and fun. Did I hear you say that you live in an RV with four kids? Yeah, yeah, yep. It's we have. Can you give me just, well, again, we'll end with this quick. How in the world do you do that? <laughs> how old are the kids? <laughs> and then we'll let you answer that. Um, I have a wonderful wife um, who wanted to do this five years ago. So we started um, our full-time RV in five years ago and we sold our houses in 18. And um, I have four boys. Um, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> All right. They're 15, 13, 11, and eight. And um, and my wife has a dog. We have a dog and, and it's a female. So that's all she gets. She gets. Okay. But what kind of dog? Goofy. Uh, you know what? It's She's a, a mix. And my wife knows it better than I do. Uh, she, okay. you know, we've had her for seven years and I still haven't learned it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, okay. So four boys. Oh my God. All they do is wrestle. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, <laughs> not that that and eat. They eat. Um, yeah, I, I could even say they eat us out of house and home. That's why we live in RV. No, but they um, they uh, yeah, they're they're wonderful. And um, you know, we we do it, and it's kind of funny. We went while we were in Florida because we snowbird. Um, summers on Lake Michigan, winters in uh, Tampa area. And uh, so we went to a Tampa uh, Rays game uh, before we came up. And the whole stadium is, I mean, there may have been 5,000 fans there, right? And so we're in a section and the whole family just sits right on top of each other. And I go, guys, we can spread out a little bit. It's okay. But they, they, they just, I don't know, like maybe, you know, twin twins in the womb type mentality where we're all just touching each other all the time but it's uh it's quite the experience uh i thoroughly enjoy it it took a while to 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 do that but um it's a cool it's a cool way to grow up so So the kids are seeing the country because you can actually rv anywhere you want yeah yeah we uh we spent a, a month in arizona last year um and because my father lives out there so we got to spend some time out there um but yeah we we can go wherever um now have we uh, no, not a whole lot, um, but we can, and we, you know, there's things that we do. We traveled, actually, ironically, we traveled a bit more because um, beforehand, because um, now you have everything with you and it just takes a long time to pack up. So. Gotcha. 
Well, let me just say what a privilege. You've got to be a special man for kids uh, and literally growing a thriving business. And what a blessing it is. Keep that that heart and that love for your people. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of it. I don't think people always really believe it. Like yeah. I love the people that work with me um, it, through faults and, and mishaps and all that. I hope they know that. I really hope they know that. And so I'm trying to breathe it with you. And so kudos to you for somebody who's loving and caring for their people. And so. Thank you. And, and I literally, the only reason I'm able to do any of this is because of my team. And Mm. uh, before I leave, um, you know, for the winter, you know, I, I asked Josh, can I give you a hug and, and thank him because he's one of the biggest reasons why I can do this and Mm. thinks we have a really cool lifestyle, but you can't do any of this without your team. I couldn't do this without my wife. We're a team. Um, and she's one of the most amazing people I've ever met in my life. And so, um, yeah, I, I honestly feel that way. I love that. Well, you have an amazing day. Thank you for this little bit of time. And I'm hoping everybody that's listening in is questioning, how well do I love my people? And do I show it? So God bless you. Have a great day. And I'll talk to you soon, I hope. Absolutely. I look forward to it. Thank you so much for allowing me to uh, share that. You're so welcome. Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to check back for new episodes of Inside the Mortgage Mind, a podcast by Zenix, the Mortgage Academy. You can download our episodes wherever you love to listen to podcasts or on our website at zenix.com slash inside the mortgage mind.